Prologue The shot wasn't loud, nothing more really than a sharp pop. Another pop followed maybe thirty seconds later, barely discernible above the background din of a busy city. Alexander Rudd wouldn't have thought twice about it if he'd been anywhere else, on any different errand. He pulled the blue windbreaker across his chest in an effort to shield himself from the late-night fog, and the certainty that gunfire had erupted not more than fifty feet from where he stood. Rudd cursed under his breath. He didn't need this. Not now. His legs moved of their own accord, away from the spot on the narrow street where the shots had been fired. Getting involved was out of the question. It would mean explaining what he was doing out at midnight, in a part of the city where he had no business being. The proverbial can of worms. Once the lid was opened, there'd be no putting it back. He couldn't, not now. But how could he walk away? Rudd pressed against the building, cloaking himself in shadow. He stood still, eyes alert, eyes watchful. The street was empty, dimly and unevenly lit, although light shone sporadically in the surrounding houses. And quiet. Even the wind seemed to have settled. In the distance, the roar of a motorcycle, the screech of sirens, the slamming of a car door. City sounds. Oddly comforting. Funny. He felt no fear. Just the high-tension anxiety of moral dilemma. Clinging still to the thin edge of darkness, Rudd heard the soft tread of rubber-soled shoes, caught a glimpse of movement in the narrow sliver of public stairway on the other side of the road. Street thugs, he told himself. A drug deal gone bad. Urban rats. He tried to still the voice in his head, the voice that urged him to offer help. If there was a life in balance, he could tip the scales. Wasn't that what his own life had once been about? Once. A long time ago. Out of the corner of his eye, Rudd caught the blur of movement heading his way. His heart quickened. He slipped into the tiny alcove of the building's entrance. A darkened figure hurried past not ten feet from where he stood. Crossed briefly through the soft glow of a lone streetlight and then once more into the cloak of night. But not before the picture had imprinted on Rudd's mind. No city ruffians, after all. Rudd wanted to slip away, forget he'd been here tonight. Forget the sound of gunfire. It wasn't anything that concerned him, except for that life that might be hanging by a thread. Again he cursed silently and crossed to the downhill side of the street, A stream of light angling from an open doorway caught his eye. He hesitated, then started down the path that led to the entrance. And then he saw it. Just inside the doorway, the crumpled form of a human body. Rudd approached cautiously. A pool of blood had already begun forming on the tile floor below. He felt for a pulse and found none. The flesh was still warm, but it wouldn't be for long. The load of Rudd's moral dilemma lifted. There was nothing he could do. Chapter 1
There are things you know before you know you know them. If I'd been listening to those cautionary whispers, instead of silently debating my options for lunch, I might have turned Terry Harper away on the spot, advised her to seek representation elsewhere. As it was, she sat across from me, separated by the width of my faux walnut desk, and regarded me earnestly with eyes the color of a summer sky. All we need, Terry said, is someone to guide us through the legalities. She tucked a strand of blonde hair, highlighted by the hands of a professional, behind her ear. It was a gesture she'd made repeatedly since arriving at my office ten minutes earlier. Habit or nervousness? I couldn't decide. Mere paperwork and legal hoops, she added. Nothing more. I nodded. Not convinced.